1: The Drive Show, with Peter Vlahos. Toolmark, your complete tool centre. Proudly WA-owned and operated for over 40 years. A little on a Saturday night. Yes, yeah, a very good afternoon slash evening, everyone. Welcome to Thursday night here on Drive and ahead of a big weekend here at Optus Stadium. Where the SENWA studios are housed. Uh, there is marquees going up. They'll be selling merchandise here over the next couple of days. If you're coming to the football, the festival of football uh, with Leeds United taking on Crystal Palace tomorrow night and Manchester United, who today trained in the rain this morning, they uh, capped it at 5,000 people at the WACA ground. I believe there's a few that were trying to get in as well. But uh, Man United take on Aston Villa on Saturday night. And, of course, then on Sunday, we return to AFL, and it's a West Coast Eagles taking on St Kilda. It all starts, actually, tomorrow night. We've got the game here, but also there's a game at the MCG where Richmond take on Fremantle. And we're going to go through the teams, and uh, we're also going to welcome now Kim Hagdorn, who's our Thursday night AFL expert hags. a Good evening to Hello, you. Hello,
0: Peter. Hello to everyone out there. Got any tickets for tomorrow night?
1: Uh, we've got actually three oh, doubles <laughs> we... to give away. We've got three doubles to give away if you take part in the program. I was, I, I was, was program. kidding, actually.
0: I was hoping you'd say, Yeah, I've got some, yeah, I've hags. Got some so in my pocket. Go.
1: Yeah, I've got some in my pocket, hags. So Parking
0: we'll... Bay, corporate function. Yeah,
1: oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you want to go and you want a night out, uh, then uh, get on the Bed, bedshed text line 048736736 or the Scarborough Toyota open line 131255. Three doubles to go. We'll give Them away between now and six o'clock if you'd like to join us. Okay.
0: Well, Well, I'm going to be glued to the television set tomorrow evening. Yeah. Because at Marble Stadium, Fremantle play for a a spot in the top four. Mm. They're in the top four. But if they drop tomorrow night, Fremantle are not going to finish in the top four. I think it is that critical. It's, it's a massive round this, this weekend. I know we say that nearly every week, Peter, don't we? We sort of say something really about, oh, how important it is and it, it, it's, it's going to shape the top eight. Well, I think this weekend, this round 19, actually substantially shapes the September makeup for, And it's critical for the likes of Fremantle, Richmond, Sydney, all top four contenders. Richmond probably shot themselves in the foot in, in, in recent times. The Bulldogs, who just have to win, uh, on Saturday night, and Collingwood and Carlton, who just must keep winning to stay within touch of the top four. And that, those sides have the capacity to bounce over Fremantle if the Dockers lose tomorrow night. Mm. And Richmond are just smarting. Just, I can't believe how a club and a team that's been in such ominous form since 2017. I mean, they, they were within a bee's whisker, but poorly managed in preliminary final week of 2018. Yeah. Mason Cox, best game he's ever played, but they played for Richmond, played and injured Dustin Martin mm. and paid dearly for it. It opened up the premiership to Collingwood or West coast the week after once Collingwood did what they did to Richmond. So since 17, 18, 19, 20, most of last year, they, they, they were off, but when they play their best, Richmond are still the, just about the most threatening team in the competition. And the likes of Geelong in particular, Melbourne to a lesser degree, have modelled their premiership ambitions and campaign drives and surges on the back of what Richmond did through 2017, 18, 19, 20. So at their best, they're really frightening. And I, I also sense now with Rory Lobb confirmed as out of the Fremantle team, that Fremantle will struggle to beat Richmond tomorrow night, even though Richmond, Peter have lost their last four at Marvel, and and their preferred ground is the MCG. Mm. We know that, but they just have a bit of a phobia about uh, the roof stadium. And uh, losing to North last week, there, St Kilda in round three, GWS in round 22 last year, and Gold Coast in round 16 last year as well. That's the four consecutive games that Richmond have lost at Marvel. And Fremantle have won a couple of times there this year. So they're not, it's, it, it, it's not a phobia to them to play under the roof. Uh, but I just think there's so much resting on this game. To me, tomorrow evening's the most important game of the week. And even though, Saturday night, the Bulldogs and Melbourne is going to be defining. Because the Bulldogs lose that. And, and I don't think they can make the eight. I don't think they can anyway. I, I feel the top eight is set. Sure. And Richmond at eighth, especially if they win tomorrow night. And I think they probably will. They certainly can then that means that from Richmond back up to Geelong at number one, all the jockeying for positions from one through to eight and the likes of Collingwood and Sydney who can just keep winning. Sydney Mm. and Collingwood have got such marvellous, appealing runs, although Essendon will challenge Collingwood on Sunday. I think we said before
1: we came on, you know, Colling's going to drop one between now and the end of the home and away season. It could very well be at the MCG against the Bombers who are showing their best form of the season. Just repeating for Richmond and Fremantle tomorrow night. Gets underway at 10 to 6 hour time. In is Soldo for Richmond. Uh, out is Gibkus and Arts, both being omitted. While the Dockers, on the other hand, uh, in comes Alex Pearce uh, and of course Henry. Out goes Lob injured. Collier, after signing an extension one-year deal, has been omitted and so has Ethan Hughes, who was the medical sub but last year. So you can get on the uh, temperate bench text line. A lot like to get people's thoughts on Fremantle tomorrow night. It's a Friday night game. Over the years, every time Fremantle have been showcased in a premium time slot, you can go through the last few years. They, for whatever reason, haven't showed up. Now, tomorrow night, it is a premium showcase, it is Friday night football. It is against Richmond, who have been the team up until last year when Melbourne took out the flag over the last few years since 2017. Can Fremantle deliver at Marvel Stadium? Nothing about Fremantle, when you expect them to win, sometimes they don't. And when you expect them not to win, they do. They are that sort of football club. Uh, where do you think Fremantle will finish this season? Luke Hodger, featured last night, thinks that Fremantle will finish fifth this season at the end of the home and away series. I'd like to get your thoughts on the tempera bedshed text line. Firstly, do you think they'll win tomorrow night? And secondly, where do you think they'll finish the home and away season? That number again, 0487 736, 736. Of course, uh, Jordan Clark-Haggs plays his 50th AFL game tomorrow. So I haven't read into it too much. I mean, 50 games, it's, it's nothing too big, really. Um, I'm not really looking at it as anything uh, bigger than a game that I play every weekend. So, um, yeah, oh, it's nice, but um, not resting my laurels on it.
0: Well, good on him to play down a 50th game milestone. It's not even a 50th game with Fremantle. No. However, the way this WA media operates, <laughs> we see players that have played one game get media conferences. I mean, Jai Cully early this week, a media conference that is attended? Oh, please. I mean, I'm glad that Jordan Clark played it down. He's playing outstanding footy. Uh, However, last week, he was one of the players that Sydney counted, didn't they? With the way they changed their game, especially, they didn't allow that run. They kept their forwards playing very deep and the likes of Papley, et cetera, were very very, very awkward to handle. And Heaney, even though they didn't have outstanding games, they stayed back close to goal. They didn't allow the Fremantle uh, defensive team, like the likes of Jordan Clark, run off and create uh, what is Fremantle's preferred game. Fremantle also have to overcome a fall-away syndrome From mid season onwards. Even last season, Peter, a promising year, they only won four of their last nine. In 2020, five of their last nine. 2019, two of their last 10. 2018, two of their last nine. 2017, two of their last 13. 2016, one of their last nine. So there's a syndrome there where Fremantle historically do not handle post by and, and tail the second half of seasons. And if this season goes anything similar to that, they're already just two and two from their buy. If they lost tomorrow, then perhaps to Melbourne at home, then perhaps to the dogs at Marvel the week after in round 21. then, then again they're looking at a, a three and three out, a four out of nine to finish mm. the season. Three out of nine probably guarantees them, a final, four out of nine, even if they just beat the Eagles in tw- round 22 and GDOS away at Canberra in round 23, they'll play finals. They're probably going to play finals now because they're going to get a win somewhere. But that fall away syndrome is still hovering over the top of freeman It's still concerning for the Run 3-0 towards football. this year's finals. Yeah. And I think that's why the likes of Luke Hodge and Matthew Pavlich with the boys on Monday morning, I think it was, Peter, and then quoted in press over the next few days. Matthew Pavlich has said that he thought Fremantle would falter enough in this tail end of the season to finish fifth or sixth.
1: Okay, uh, here's uh, James from Canning Vale, who's on the Tempera Bedshed text line. Uh, hi, Pete, Taggers. No Ruckman, no Dockers, uh, according to James from Canning Vale. We were talking about this off-air, actually, Hags. Uh, when you look at it, uh, Sean Darcy will lead the Ruck division, but Lloyd Meek has travelled with yeah. uh, Mitch Crodon on the plane to Melbourne for the game tomorrow. I gather there's a chance that Lloyd Meek, you'd think, would come in? Well, I think he probably has to,
0: because I, I, I Matthew Tabern is not going to be able to handle the <laughs> he's not going to be able to handle the Richmond defense, let alone mm. Richmond's ruck division of Soldo and backing up Nan Curvis. Mm. So, you wouldn't want Matthew Tabner being the backup Ruckman, Ruckman playing that Rory Lobb uh, role of key forward and then that pinch hitting in the ruck. So, Sean Darcy, an enormous job for him up against Nan Curvis and Soldo. I, I, I suspect with Meek traveling that he probably has to finish up in their final 22 off the bench. Who goes out of that? Uh, to make way someone will then wear the, wear the vest because Meek would go in and see Young's going to stay. I thought he was one of their best players last week. Chapman's going to stay. Logue stays. Mundy stays. They're the interchange players as listed. So someone else, Frederick or Henry, perhaps Henry listed at half forward Frederick in a forward pocket. One of those more likely, more likely Liam Henry, I would say to perhaps carry the vest and, uh, and Meek plays as the go from the bench to the ruck and Darcy, May go forward to work with Taberna from time to time and have some kind of a rotation on that. But I suspect that Lloyd Meek has to play. Plus, his waffle form with Peel has been outstanding, mm. Lloyd Meek. So it's almost as if he's known for, well, you're going to play somewhere soon. I can reveal, though, with Rory Lobb, I saw him on Tuesday. I was staggered that there wasn't more back page lead stories, Lobb to miss Richmond engagement. Mm. Lob won't travel this week. It was a six-day break from last Saturday to play Friday. And I saw him on Tuesday, Peter. He was one-handed. His right hand only was going up to, to grab balls with short pass kick, put short handballing and short passing. He couldn't use his left arm at all. He's got a popped AC joint. It's the same shoulder he was had operated on last, last – uh, right shoulder it was, sorry, mm. right shoulder. AC joint is popped. It's the third time this year he's had troubles with it. He had scans on Monday. He was never playing this week. And yet the coverage through the course of the week was, oh, he's making strides toward playing. The club is confident 50-50, that sort of stuff. He was never playing. He couldn't use his right arm at all on Tuesday. And yet he was put out in front of the cameras so that the local media would sort of say, taken strides toward the big confrontation with Richmond. He was never playing. he's, He's actually even in trouble now to even finish the season. It's very similar to last year when Rory Lobb didn't play from round 19 onwards with a very similar type of shoulder problem, and it needs more attention.
1: Mm. Norlin Kalgoorlie listening on SEN 1611 says, Haggers, do you think we could get Matthew Pavlich in his All-Australian jumper <laughs> with Manchester United's captain holding up a Gaelic football on the front page of the Sunday Times? That's on the back end yeah. where they got Marcus Rashford, who is a Manchester United player. What they've done, is they've plonked in a Sharon in his hands and they've snapped away. Mm-hmm. And people have been very critical of the photo. What does that achieve? What's the AFL trying well, to prove with Marcus Rashford, who think, what is this thing that's in my hand? And, and he's, he's nice gonna, enough to allow it yeah, to take place. Yeah, the, and they what they reckon, call a photo opportunity. But the cross-promotion is if to say, you know, he's uh, he's very interested in the AFL. And I think that's what uh, Norman yeah. Kalgoor well, is referring remember to.
0: Remember when the first State of Origin Rugby League was coming here? Yeah. And did we have Nathan Fife and Luke Shuey? In rival colours, they they wore the maroon and sky oh, blue colours. Oh yes, colors. they did. They did. I thought at the time, how ridiculous!
1: Mm. That's AFL right.
0: promoting rugby and rugby league assisting the AFL. It just. It's unnecessary. Just get on with your own sport. Exactly. I agree with you. And they
1: sell each other on their own markets. Correct. Okay, we're going to take a break. After the break, you can join us on the Tempera Bedshed text line. If you'd like to go to the football tomorrow night, that is the international game, uh, Leeds versus Crystal Palace. We've got a couple of double passes to give away. Just uh, get on the Tempera Bedshed text line. So I'd like to go and we'll get them to you. No problems. 13 past five.